0: Do you get fed up, stressed, and embarrassed by your negative reactions to situations which leave you feeling out of control? Would you like to feel calmer, more confident in handling strong emotions when it comes to dealing with difficult people and situations? Hi, I'm Paul, your Holistic Mindset Coach, and today I'm going to share with you in this bite-sized episode, a unique strategy to help you deal with negative emotions in any negative situation. Now, I use this strategy all the time. Not only does it benefit me, but it helps me develop better relationships with the people around me too. I used to be super reactive, easily triggered, and it was strategies like this that helped me get my life back, And it could do the same for you too. Now, if that sounds good to you, then keep on listening. And even at the end of this episode, I will share with you a strategy which can take it to an even higher level of mindset change. Now, if you're the type of person that loves self-development, that loves changing your mindset, seeing the world in whole new ways, then subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And keep an eye out for new content coming your way. Now, did you know that when you are feeling angry, upset, and low, one of your biggest sources of misery will be your reaction to your thoughts and feelings about whatever has triggered this state of mind? In any negative state of mind, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot trust your thoughts and feelings, no matter how justified the content seems to you in that moment. I mean, how many times have you reacted to your thoughts and feelings in the heat of the moment? And then later, when you have cooled down, felt guilt and shame at your reactive response? I bet there's a few memories popping up there. There are for me too. I had one recently where I used this process that I'm going to share with you to monitor a reaction that started to feel a little bit out of control. But with a little bit of glee, <laughs> I enjoyed monitoring what was going on. And interestingly enough, I had a very different response. Now, when we are in a negative state of mind, if something has triggered you, it's important to know that your mind will see whatever is happening through the lens of a trauma-conditioned response. And this is what you will project onto that situation. Now, for example, if you've experienced a traumatic childhood featuring rejection or someone's let you down, you've been bullied, then fast forward to the present day. If someone unintentionally lets you down, then your reaction could be one of rejection, pain, fury, as if they did it on purpose. Your pain from past rejections can create a childlike conditioned response, which can be unforgiving in its view of what has happened to you and refuse to see it in a more adult, objective way. Your limbic system, your emotional and survival part of the brain, is now hijacking you into that childlike conditioned response. Later, when your brain cools down and your prefrontal cortex is more active, that's the brain's controller, you may begin to feel a bit embarrassed at how childish it felt to react to whatever happened. And, of course, this can create more trauma, more negative cycles until you get this finally addressed. Self-awareness is everything and I hope this episode gives you a little bit more self-awareness. Now what else can you not trust when you are in a negative state of mind? Well you can't trust how you see people. How you see other people will be determined again by your past conditioning combined with your mood in the present moment. Now, this can be a bit of a tough thing to hear. Sorry, but not sorry. But you will first of all see yourself in the other person. Most likely, it's going to be something within yourself that you really don't like. And then you will interact with your projection of them and not who they authentically are. Ouch. And this is where it can get a little bit darker. Notice how when you want to change other people, that you want to change them to a projection of who you think they should be, which by coincidence is also similar to how you are in character with similar values to your own, if not the same. And of course, doing this creates a world of pain. We can find ourselves just reacting on autopilot in that hypnotic primal trance Without even thinking about it. But we have to wake up. We have to do something different if we really want to take control of our lives. And this is where I'm going to introduce you to the power of the pause. Pausing and observing with curiosity, compassion, and kindness within yourself at your own negative state or even other people's can help you see it from another point of view. You have an incredibly powerful mind, but it needs training. We all need training. It's not something that's just going to magically happen. But believe me, it's an investment worth making. It will be a gift that keeps on giving. We have to be honest. Most of us seem to be more interested in the consumption of entertainment rather than our own personal development. Why? because personal development is hard. It takes guts. It takes vulnerability. It takes courage. And that can feel overwhelming for some people. So they numb themselves with drugs, drink, food, porn, entertainment, anything to avoid feeling how they really feel. But with some training, they can begin to become a bit more comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's what leaning into a negative experience is all about. Allowing yourself to feel, explore with a bit of curiosity, accept, observe without judging, without analyzing what is happening to you. To be honest, it's more painful living an unaware life where you avoid being uncomfortable than it is becoming a bit more resilient. So if you're an entertainment consumer, If you are numbing yourself to your pain, it's okay. But you don't have to do that anymore. You can, with some coaching, with some therapy, with some help, become comfortable with being uncomfortable and begin to build up your resilience. To note, to be able to look at how you really feel, instead of just reacting to your conditioned responses, creates authenticity and it's a sign of growing emotional maturity. Now, if you find yourself doing something different, where you're pausing, taking that step back and thinking, ah, I don't have to do what I did before. Keep a journal, note it down. Because this is what will deepen your mindset shifts. Noting your progress. is all very easy to develop anxiety, amnesia, as I call it as we become more focused on the present moment, but in an anxious way, completely forgetting what we've accomplished in our past. Let's get back to the pause. One of my favorite things I've ever learned within mindfulness. When you are feeling a negative state kick in, begin to take control with a nice, big, deep breath. Feel the body expand. And as you breathe out very slowly, out through your mouth like a straw, you will begin to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. Why is that important? Well, it helps take the foot off the gas and it allows your body to slow down. It tells the brain you are safe. And a brilliant part of this is that your brain's controller, the prefrontal cortex, which can get shut down when we're in negative states because that's what helps the survival response take over, But we don't want that when there's no danger. There's no fucking tiger in the room. So come on, we just need to remind ourselves that we are safe. I'm taking some nice big deep breaths down to the diaphragm, triggering the parasympathetic does just that. And we really want to activate the brain's controller. Another important part of this is that your brain's controller will shut down if it thinks it's trapped and has no choice. And it's really important to know that you can choose to breathe. You can choose what type of breath. And the mere fact that you have choice keeps your brain's controller active. If you go down the route of feeling trapped, ashamed, rejected, your brain's controller shuts down and you go into reactive, impulsive mode, which of course keeps you in a negative behavior, which later triggers more shame and guilt. And therefore, you get to keep the cycle, which for some people is a prize because they get to keep that victim mindset. And this technique is all about empowering yourself to be more creative and in control. So beautifully with the breath, as you're relaxing your nervous system, you're telling it you're safe. At the end of the breath, there is a pause just before we breathe back in. Now get familiar with that pause. Get to know it, because in that bit of space, for a second or two, you can hold it, the mind becomes slower and more peaceful. And it's in this moment, you can ask yourself this question, is this how I really feel? Or is this my emotionally conditioned history trying to recreate the past? Or Want to simplify it? Am I just recreating the past? I quite like the first question because it's got that emotionally conditioned part to it, which reminds me that this is not mine. It's been given to me by someone else and I'm just recreating it in the here and now. No, 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 no. Let's do something different. And then with a sprinkling of kindness and compassion, you can lean into, remember, explore, observe. Allow, accept what you are feeling and remind yourself that for the moment, there's no need to react to any of the thoughts and feelings you are experiencing because you can't trust them for now. You can't trust them. You will reassess when your negative state of mind has passed. It's not to say any of those thoughts and feelings are always going to be wrong, but you can't trust that for now. Your mind is projecting your past into the present moment. And until you've worked on that and you can't be objective, don't react. Take a deep breath. Go for a walk. Do this process. Take back control. Now, beautifully, you don't have to wait until there's something strong and negative happening within you to practice this technique. You can use it with something subtle, like that crafty little, well, you know what I'm talking about, procrastination. The one that can get to us all at times. Now remember that with procrastination, again, you can't trust your thoughts and feelings when you're procrastinating. The lies, the lies it tells us all about doing it tomorrow are so easy to believe Whilst guilt and regret wait there hand in hand for your future self to experience because you left it to your future self to deal with. I mean is that. How many times have you wished your past self would have just sorted out their shit and got things done? Let's reduce the workload of our future self, shall we, instead of one of struggle, guilt, shame, due to the fact that we procrastinated? So, ask yourself when you're procrastinating, is this how I really feel? Do I really not want to do it right now? Or is this my emotionally conditioned history, just simply recreating the past in the present moment? There's a lot of fear that can often be underlying as to why we're avoiding doing something in the here and now. And being curious as to what that is, what am I frightened of? What is it that's happening? Here, exploring your state of mind, exploring what's going on with your feelings, can begin to liberate you from the trap of procrastination. Remember, procrastination steals from you. Not only is it stealing your time, it's stealing your quality of life. So let me repeat when you're experiencing a negative emotion, breathe into it, allow your parasympathetic nervous system to relax, begin to tell yourself, that you can't trust what you're thinking and feeling right now. And maybe it's best to reanalyze, reappraise what's going on later on. Acknowledgement that you may be simply recreating your past, and you can ask yourself that question, can really help create that mindset shift just to leave things alone. No matter how tempting that you want to just say that one thing to get that last word in, don't. Don't recreate the past. Take back control and be proud that you've done that for yourself. Even if the other person's determined to engage in you, create a boundary, create some room, create some space for both of you and begin to step back. Humanize the other person too. Their emotionally conditioned history is projecting their version of you, not who you really are, their interpretation of you. People see you through the lens that they've created. They first see themselves. And they're being triggered what they don't like in themselves by you. We have to break that cycle. And you can be the person to begin to do that through self-awareness and your own development. Something that you can add to this to help develop you even further is just knowing that your interpretation of the negative experience often determines what happens next. For example, the physiology of excitement and fear are pretty much the same, no matter how it feels. Your interpretation will determine which path you go down, leading towards possibly a panic attack, avoidance, a reaction that you're going to find, Unhelpful. Even just saying this could be excitement that I'm feeling when you're interpreting as fear, and that reinterpretation begins to move you from being problem focused to solution focused. And that's the wonderful thing about creating interpretations. What's happening here? If you begin to interpret the negative experience as a wonderful challenge that will help you grow, create opportunities. For change, just because you're pausing, observing, and you're leaning into that experience, you create that physiological shift, but also that mindset one too. And again, this is a terrifying thought ish, but it's estimated that 90% of your thoughts today are the same as yesterday's. But this process, this podcast, is helping you create new thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that you can't go back on. The shift has happened. You may begin to think differently. And if you want to add something else, I'm going to give him mood today, aren't I? Um, You're going to laugh, actually. I'm just going to tell you something about this whole episode. I wrote a script and I recorded it earlier and I actually got bored listening back to it. So I've gone off script the whole thing. (laughs) It's quite bizarre. Um, And this is just as it's meant to be. And I'm enjoying this. What I wanted to add as a little extra is... Just create, picture, visualize, and connect with your future you. I've talked about this before. It's so important. Connect with the future you that's living the way you authentically want to live. The more you do that, the more likely you are to begin to take the steps to be that person now. Be your future self now. I've done it, and I can't believe the changes that begin to happen by connecting to a future that I'm enjoying working towards. But what's happening is that some of the things that I planned to happen next year and so on have happened already. Creating room for something new. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. There's a lot going on. I really wanted to draw your attention to how you cannot trust your thoughts and feelings whilst you are in a negative state, whether it's a strong one where you feel rejected or hurt, or even if it's as subtle as procrastination. Now I'm aware I said bite-sized, so apologies. Uh, I went off script, something flowed through me, and I created this episode instead. Uh, originally, and I have used some of the content, because I was reading a book by Pueblo. Uh, sorry, young Pueblo, Uh, called Clarity and Connection. It's an incredible resource. It's a small book with some very deep insights that can really help you with deep personal transformation. Now, for a moment, I want you to imagine a life where you're no longer having those old issues holding you back, feeling anxiety-free, more confident, finding your purpose, creating deeper and stronger connections with yourself and people around you finally on the path to creating the life you truly want to live what would that be like for you don't fall into the trap of delaying action until tomorrow it's the biggest lie we tell ourselves as we both know taking action the next day that's not likely to happen this is your one life this isn't a dress rehearsal I love the quote by Meredith Wilson, you pile up enough tomorrows and you'll be left with nothing but a bunch of empty yesterdays. Now, I don't know about you, but I'd like to make today worth remembering. Now, I'm going to guess, because you are listening to this podcast, you are the type of person that isn't going to settle for just being average. You want to grow. You want to change your life in ways maybe you haven't quite imagined yet. So if you are serious about changing your life this year, ending old cycles of behavior that are holding you back and you want to begin the process of taking your mindset to an even higher level, then reach out to me in the show notes for help. We can have a chat and go from there. I'm here for you. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. If you or anyone you know is struggling with anxiety or stress, then I would really recommend New Mind Wellness's Stress Support Formula Supplements. As anyone knows, buying supplements can be costly. But this is brilliant because everything is in one tiny sachet. All your vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, ancient herbs and flower remedies And the top essentials I recommend to my clients, including ashwagandha, magnesium glycinate and L-theanine. There's even a new probiotic version too. If you'd like to give them a try, you can get 20% discount off of your order by using the code Paul20 in the checkout box. The link is in my show notes. Now, if you loved this episode, let me know what you got from it via Apple reviews or in your podcast app. And I want to say thank you much for sharing your time and energy with me. I really do appreciate it. And I hope you have an incredible awake and aware day.